Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Deepa Soman and these are the major news stories of the day. Let's begin with a significant milestone in Indian history. The country becomes most populous in the world, surpassing China. Kerala's Vande Bharat train completed second trial run successfully. It completed a journey from Trivandrum to Kasaragod in 7.50 hours. Kerala Congress leader Joni Nellur resigned from the party. Kerala MBD's move to use AI cameras to impose fines has ran into a technical glitch. The fine will be based on 2014 speed limit as opposed to center's 2018 notification increasing the speed limit. In Sudan, the country's army and rebels agree to a 24-hour ceasefire. Let's get into the details. India has surpassed China to become the most populous nation in the world. According to UN World Population Dashboard, India has 142.86 crore people as opposed to China which has 142.57 crore. According to a new UNFPA report, 25% of India's population is in the age group of 0 to 14 years, 18% in the 10 to 19 age group, 26% in the age bracket of 10 to 24 years, 68% in 15 to 64 years age group and 7% above 65 years. Estimates by different agencies have suggested that India's population is expected to keep rising for nearly three decades before it peaks at 165 crore and then start declining. Meanwhile, the states of Kerala and Punjab have an aging population while Bihar and Uttar Pradesh have a young population, experts have said. The second trial run of the Vande Bharat Express train was completed from Tiruvannathapuram to Kasaragod on Wednesday. The trial run started from Tampanur in Tiruvannathapuram at 5.20 am. Maintaining consistency, the service reached the Kollam station in 50 minutes during the second trial run as well. It reached Ernakulam in 3 hours 12 minutes, which is 6 minutes less than the previous trial. Union Railway Minister Ashwini Vaishnav announced the decision to extend the route to Kasargod as he addressed the media in Delhi. The minister said the rail tracks in Kerala will be strengthened so as to attain a speed of 110 km per hour within one and a half years. In the second phase of development, the speed will be improved to 130 km per hour. Kerala Congress Joseph Faction's leader Joni Nellur resigned from the party on Wednesday. The leader, who also quit the UDF secretary post, said that he plans to start a new party with national relevance. I have always stood by the farmers. My aim is to form a national party that raises farmers' issues. Our demand is that the price of rubber should be increased to at least Rs 300. Rubber is still not declared as an agricultural product. Kerala's agriculture sector has collapsed. The idea of a new party was prompted by the need for a party with a national vision that would speak for the farmers, he said. He also added that he would strive to form an all-inclusive secular party. This decision followed a discussion with the Christian community. Members of CPI, CPM, IUML and Congress will be a part of the new party, he said. Even as artificial intelligence cameras of the Motor Vehicles Department are set to impose fines from Thursday, a technical problem has risen on the issue of speed limit. Although the Union Ministry of Road Transport had issued a notification in 2018 increasing the speed limit for vehicles on national highways, 
the fact that the AI cameras will impose fines based on the circular issued by the state government in 2014 may lead to legal problems. Many individuals will end up paying the fine for no fault of theirs. The state has not issued any notification so far to supersede the center's notification and increase the speed limits. The Sudanese army and a rival paramilitary force that have been battling for the past four days for control of the country agreed on Tuesday to a 24-hour ceasefire, Arab media reports said. Hopes for at least a pause in the violence came as intensified fighting threatened to spiral even further into chaos. Millions of Sudanese in the capital and in other major cities have been hiding in their homes, caught in the crossfire as the two forces pounded residential areas with artillery and airstrikes and engaged in gun battles in the street. More than 185 people have been killed and 1,800 wounded since fighting began on Saturday, according to UN figures, which did not include a breakdown of civilians and combatants. The Sudan Doctors Syndicate said on Tuesday that at least 144 civilians were killed and more than 1,400 were wounded. The overall death toll could be much higher because clashes in Khartoum have prevented the removal of bodies in some areas. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours hosted by me, Deepa Soman. Daily News Tours podcast is produced by Vishnu Murlidharan with technical production by Idea Brew Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.